Hey everyone, welcome to episode 250 of 15 with Andy, Randy, and Jeff, minus the Andy, minus the Jeff, and only the Randy. How completely fitting as we near the end of Andy's tenure as senior pastor here at the Whole Life Church, our 250th episode, a quarter of a century of episodes, and it's me by myself. We started the day... Uh, I shouldn't say start of the day. We were about midday, and all three of us were in for an 8 p.m. record time. Our record times have, I don't know, just gotten later and later here as of late. And at 8 o'clock, Jeff said, ah, I can't do it. Texted me back. Can't do it. Like, okay. And then I think Andy had his phone off somehow because I haven't heard back from him. And I think that's only ever happened one other time. And it was like a weird uh, he got put in text message jail by his carrier for some reason, and I don't remember why that was. But anyway, it is me, and I have had to rethink this entire podcast episode because it went from a three-person Q&A to a, hey, Randy, what do you know about trusting the gospel? <laughs> <laughs> and so, you know, here we go. I will give you this crazy voice I'm stuck with in the midst of, I don't have the Rona. I don't have a cold. It is what I'm hoping is the end of allergy season here in Central Florida. I had a migraine-induced round after this weekend. I was out all weekend working, doing things outside and yesterday, Monday, it was just, it was crazy. I had a migraine. I just, everything was plugged and running all at the same time. You know, if you have, if you have allergies, you understand. But anyway, so that is the voice. It's as good as it's going to get. So let's just get moving. This was our message from March 13th. These are uh, part two of the things to remember, things that Andy wants us to remember as he leaves us and as our new senior pastor, Ken Went Wentmorris, comes, uh, comes in. We are just going through the things that Andy just doesn't want us to forget and the things that he's talked about since he became a pastor here at this church like forever in a year ago. And these are just common sense things like things we, you know, talk about all the time. It's things we have talked about over and over again, but just good reminders and trust the gospel. The opening paragraph said, the gospel teaches us that salvation is always the work of the Savior, not the saved. Anything added to the good news of the gospel of Jesus turns it into bad news. Remember to trust the gospel. It is God's work, work done by the divine, and it can be trusted. And really, at what this all comes down to, and I thought there was some really interesting uh, questions that he brought up, like John 3.16. I mean, I think this comes up a lot when talking about salvation, and just from seemingly everyone on every side. And it's not surprising. It's probably one of the most well-known Bible texts in existence. But, you know, are we truly to rest our salvation on the words, whosoever believes, and in that one word, believes in him will not perish, but instead receive the unbelievable gift of eternal life? Sounds all too simplistic on something that's this important and so foundational to what we believe as Christians. And when so much of the Bible seems to be shrouded in scholarly things like prophecy, things that make it difficult to understand, written in time periods we didn't, list, you know, we didn't live in, or experience firsthand. 
And I think that people oftentimes just make it, they, you know, all the rest of those things, it's like, oh, but you're going to rest it all on that. And the answer simply is, is yes. And he had a couple of quotes that I absolutely loved. HMS Richard Sr., he was, I believe, the uh, he was the uh, founder or the president of, I want to say, I think it was the Voice of Prophecy. And when he asked what he believed about righteousness by faith, he answered that he didn't know of any other kind. And I, I thought that was really, really cool from an early Adventist pioneer. And uh, probably, a, oh man, a month or so ago, he had also talked about this, the words of William, William Temple saying, the only thing of my very own which I contribute to my redemption is the sin from which I need to be redeemed. And Andy has mentioned this so many times, it, it'd be too many to count, is that we think more of ourselves than we ought. And that, you know, we don't have any of, we don't have any say in this other than to get out of the way. We Our say is all of our sin. It's all of our brokenness. It's all the things that we need this redemption from. And, you know, there's so many, so many things that the devil uses to get us sidetracked that I think we just, we, we look at it sometimes and we throw our hands up because what in the world could we possibly do or what could we know or what could we understand that God hasn't or that, that, that Satan has put in front of us and then we have and, then, and yet we'll, we'll, we'll question God on it and say, well, you know, maybe this means this, but maybe it doesn't. And, you know, is it is it just this easy? And, you know, Andy talked about it. He had a couple of different verses and, you know, somebody will always come along and there's always seemingly a verse that's opposite to something that you can come up with or something that we think we know. And I love, I love, he, he used Romans 10, 9 that says that if you confess with your mouth, Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved for it is with your heart that you believe and are justified. And it is with your mouth that you confess and are saved. And, you know, sometimes we, you know, with your mouth that you are confessing are saved and we, we tend to take those little bits and pieces and go, oh, my mouth. Well, there's a, there's a piece in this for me. And there's, you know, there's lots of Christianity, Adventism included that, you know, we've all found little ways to bootstrap ourselves for just a piece of it. We just want a little, a little piece of the action. And it, it just isn't, it just isn't true. And, um, you know, Andy uh, multiple times said, you know, none of this is your doing. And I loved, he used Ephesians 2. And it made me laugh during church out loud because it's really true when you read these and you really apply them. And when you're thinking about this subject, Ephesians 2 says that while we were dead because of our sins, he gave us life when he raised Christ from the dead. Where were we when he raised Christ from the dead? It was a long before our time, while we were dead because of our sins. And then he said, dead people don't contribute to the resurrection. And it really made me laugh. But yet, when we think about it, it's right there in the Bible. Everything points to the fact that it's only by God's special favor that we've been saved. And, you know, he used so many different, so many different verses and texts and um, quotes and just people realizing the beauty that it isn't our doing. 
because if it was, we'd, we'd screw it up. We, we screw everything else up. And of course, this is why we need the salvation. And Andy said, the reason I'm so big on the gospel and really want you to remember to trust the gospel is the freedom it brings. Not irresponsible sin-chasing freedom, but freedom from performance anxiety because the gospel says you are no longer under the law. Jesus has performed perfectly, and it is his performance, not yours, that it is bringing judged as acceptable and worthy. Oof, that is just so good. And, you know, every time we talk about this, I really wish that we had both Andy and Jeff because we— we had a lot of a lot of a really cool ground to cover and but at the end of the day i think we just need to remember that when it comes to salvation and when it comes to the gospel the good news is really really super simple and um i also want to remind you that this week, we also took questions from participants and viewers and people that were worshiping in-house with us for first service, which is new, which is called The Loop. It's a live interactive service that's focused really on engaging our online viewers and bringing them into worship. COVID has just taught us that so many people, for whatever reasons, and a lot of good reasons, just aren't ready to worship in person. And there are a ton more that would never walk through our doors even if it, even if the, it, we had the best message and we had the best of everything, there are just people that we have a chance to reach online and that we can share this with those people that would just never step foot inside the doorway. But is they might view something online, they could stumble on it, they could be, it could be shared with them, and so we had interactive. Uh, chatting that goes on in the chat room questions and then in the part as a part of that service Andy preaches a condensed sermon and then we take questions during the sermon so then we do a little Q&A where we get a chance to ask Andy and um, any questions that don't get answered, we can do here on the podcast each week. And it's a really engaging service. And, you know, we don't have all the kinks worked out of it yet. It's been a, uh, you know, as with anything new and especially live, things can go wrong or I, I don't want to say wrong. Things can go not as planned. And so it's really been an interesting and fun way to interact. And I hope that you will if you never have, just give it a try. Tune in. It is at 9.30 a.m. each Saturday morning, and that's Eastern Standard Time. If you're listening someplace other than the Eastern Standard Time Zone, just to be sure you're in the know. And today, the link, if you want to catch last week's episode of The Loop or the last week's program, just swipe up in the show notes today and a link to the starting point in the YouTube uh, program, which is about four hours long. There's some pre and post and all these and different things in between the services. So it's a four hour file, but I put a link to where the countdown timer starts. So click on that link and then go grab something warm or cool to drink, sit down and, and relax. And I think you'll find that it's something new and refreshing and we'd love for you to be a part of it. And all, through all of this, we did ask some questions. They really were more geared. I wanted them to be for Andy and Jeff. So we're going to skip them this week. You can catch them on that episode, as I just pointed out, to swipe up in the show notes. And this week, I do want to get to our whole life takeaway. It asked, if someone asked you to define the gospel, what would you say? I would say early on is, as a Christian, coming back to church this was a tricky one because I had heard a thousand answers that I thought were contrived, that I thought stunk, 
that I thought were disingenuous at best and that I thought didn't portray God in a good light at all, at least not someone as an outsider that I would want to meet, not somebody that I'd want to have a relationship with. And that that sounded weird all in itself, and yet that was usually a part of it. So I've always tried to keep my answer to questions like this really short and simple because it seems like the longer I talk, the more I tend to kind of stray from the absolute truth of the matter. Not on purpose. It just happens. You know, we we start to talk about how much we love God and Jesus, how much better our life is. You know, like we're trying to reel them in somehow. But too many times I think we just lead them into confusion of what do all these words mean and what does I didn't understand this part or I I feel like I'm having, you know, I'm I'm sitting in church in a sermon right now instead of creating excitement or even piquing interest. And so my answer is simple. The good news is that I am a spiritual bum in need of a lifelong handout. And the only chance I have to outlive this world and to find peace and joy in this world while I'm here and to find it forever is to accept the gift of salvation from Jesus on the cross. The end. That usually opens up more questions than it does, oh, well, that's nice. Thanks. I uh, appreciate you sharing with me. And that's worked out really, really <laughs> That's worked out really well for me so far. Um, and so I think uh, I'd be interested, though. What about you? What do you say when someone asks you to to define the gospel? Because nobody likes being put on the spot, especially Christians, because I think we feel many times like people are asking it to find out how real we are or if we really want to ask it. Are we going to be able to look them in the eyes? Are we embarrassed about our faith? Do we... You know, do we believe what other people think about Christians that, you know, they might believe from other other places they've heard about what Christians believe or they've seen how some Christians ask? Are they going to put that on us when really it's just our job to just say this is what Jesus has done for me? And I think keeping it short and simple, but I would love to know what you think. Voicemail or text 407-965-1607. Or as always, you can send it by email to podcast at wholelife.church. I would love to read those comments or play voicemail on next week's episode. And I, of course, we always finish with some thoughts that came from the message in the past week. And Andy said, live in the joy and freedom of the gospel that It is good news because it isn't something you accomplish. Now, we could stop right here, but, you know, there's more. But God's work, and he both began that good work in you, and he will carry it on to completion on the day he makes all things new. The good news is that God is no longer counting our sins against us because of Jesus. Now, if you are a Christian, no matter where you are in your walk, how long, how short, how confident, how much you still grapple with things, if those words don't put a smile on your face and in your heart as a follower of Jesus, then I just can't imagine what possibly could. Andy also had a different kind of takeaway this week that's included in today's show notes. So swipe up and read them and copy and paste them into a document you can print, put it on your mirror, your dashboard, your office wall, your fridge door, someplace your family goes, maybe for worship. A constant reminder of our part, God's part, and the resulting gift that makes our journey worth every step. It's in the show notes, and I'll give you a little preview. It's from the book of Titus, chapter 3. 
but it's uh, something that was handed out during church this past week. And so if you weren't there, you wouldn't have gotten one. But I wanted to make sure that you not only knew what it was and what Andy wanted us to take away, but something that, again, is a takeaway as a special reminder all the time. Because really, if we don't have our faith deeply rooted in this one, then everything else falls apart. Because if if the gospel isn't the absolute basis for how we come into Christianity, how we bring others in, and how we live our lives, that the realizations that we find and that we don't have a part in it, that so many other things are going to be so much harder, so much more difficult than they really need to be. Not that we won't still have, you know, trouble in life and all those good things, but this is a really, really good reminder. So swipe up in today's show notes and don't forget to read that takeaway from Andy. So, all right. I believe that is going to do it for this week. Next week, we are still in Things to Remember, and I believe this is our third message of the final four by Andy, and it is Love Each Other and Everyone Else. Whoo! That sounds like a double down to me. Love each other and everyone else. And of course, Andy's not here to give us a a short snippet or a sneak preview. But I am really looking forward to the last two weeks that we have together with Andy. And then we will be making more announcements about what we might be doing with the podcast as uh, our new senior pastor comes aboard. And I had a chance to meet him just briefly last week. But once we get a chance to sit down and and uh, go through everything, it'll be uh, I'm sure we'll have something exciting more to talk about and uh, hope you'll be along for the ride with that. And hey, of course, we'll be back next Wednesday for both Speaking of Grace and 15 with hopefully Andy, Randy and Jeff. And it'll be episode 251. So everyone have a great week. And I appreciate you listening, and we'll talk to you soon.